Okay. Hi, it's me. Before we get into uh, today's episode, I would just like to encourage you to listen to this at a faster speed if you don't already, because A, there are like a lot of pauses in this episode while I'm trying to figure things out, which is really annoying and I'm sorry. But B, also like at the end, like the last 15 minutes of the episode, I kind of go off the wall and it gets a little crazy just because I'm like kind of jumping around a little bit. Um, and also it's just like better if you listen to it faster, I sound a little bit manic, but like that really will just add to the experience of this episode. So if you are so inclined, I would encourage you if you don't already to listen to this at a faster speed and it might, um, make it more enjoyable for you. Okay. Bye. Enjoy. Welcome back to your weekly dose of serotonin. I'm your host, Sarah. And today I am alone. Um, sorry about that, but also Wow, my dishwasher just started making some very loud noises. I don't know if you'll be able to pick that up all the way over here, but if you hear water noises, it's my dishwasher. Anyway, um, I don't think I talked about it last week, but I can like hear, I feel like I've talked about it probably constantly, but maybe that's just like to the people around me. Anyway, um, my ear has been plugged it feels like for a lifetime. It's been about a week, going on a week and a half. Um, I can now, I can just hear my, my own voice in one of my ears, basically like echoing back to me. Anyways, it's a nightmare. Um, but basically I just have to wait it out. I've tried literally everything. It's because of an ear infection in case I haven't already discussed this. I feel like I probably have anyway. Um, it's really weird. So it's kind of weird to be talking out loud right now. I kind of hate it a little bit, but you know, I've already committed to recording tonight. So that's, what's going to happen. Okay. So I was trying to think of what to talk about today and I stumbled across a conspiracy theory. Um, it's been a minute since I did a conspiracy theory episode. Honestly, it's probably only been a couple weeks, but I was kind of in the mood for conspiracy theory tonight and I just read one where there are people who believe that earth has been sucked into a black hole, That there's no easy way to get into this. <laughs> um, so that was curious to me. So I kind of want to talk about that slightly, but I kind of want to get into the multiverse theory because that's what the bulk of this will be about. But the whole black hole thing kind of made me think of that anyway. The multiverse theory is just so interesting to me. Um, Do I have enough to say about it for an entire hour? Probably not. But we, I went over last week, Um, but it wasn't long enough to make into two parts. So I just decided it'll just be a long episode and you'd get more of me, which who doesn't want that, right? Um, So I feel like it was probably fine to just do an hour 20 long episode, right? I hope you guys enjoyed it. I had fun. I did, before I forget, I did get a late submission. Um, I was kind of sad we didn't have time. Well, not that we didn't have time to discuss it. I'm sad that it was not submitted until after I had already put up the episode. But seriously, like the day after I put it up, one of my friends texted me and she had been talking to one of her friends about this. Um, And she said that her friend said that when she was little, her unlikely childhood crush was the toaster from Brave Little Toaster, um, which is amazing. That is not an answer I ever would have seen coming. But yeah, I texted Emma about it immediately and she was like, I'm so sad <laughs> we weren't able to discuss that 
together because she said she has thoughts. I don't really have any thoughts because it's been a minute since I have watched The Brave Little Toaster. Like, by a minute, I mean, like, decades probably. (laughs) Um, My brother used to love that movie when we were children. Um, I did not like that movie very much. I mean, I didn't dislike it, but it was my favorite. I did think there were parts that were boring and the vacuum kind of scared me. Was it the vacuum? No, I think the vacuum was nice. I think it's the radiator. The radiator radiator is the bad guy, right? And he scared me. Um, so I wasn't a huge fan necessarily. I feel like the Brave Little Toaster, if I remember correctly, wow, there are more than one. Apparently there are multiple. The Brave Little Toaster, then the sequel is The Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue. And then there's a third one. So it's a full trilogy. The Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars. That that seems like a bit of a leap from leaving this house where he was left behind. Also in the little movie poster for The Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars, there's a baby with them, like a human baby. And, like, a fan is, like, taking them through space. I mean, look. Obviously, they're appliances, so they don't need to breathe. I feel like they would have gotten burned up in Earth's atmosphere. But, like, I'm concerned about the human baby sitting in this laundry hamper just smiling away in the middle of space. I, like, he needs something. Like, these appliances don't breathe air right so I guess theoretically if they made it through the atmosphere they would be fine (laughs) though I'm sure like pressure in space is is kind of different um but this baby makes me a little concerned where's like his his little astronaut mask you know anyway um I feel like I liked Blanky or was Blanky annoying I can't remember I need to look up a picture of Blanky real fast I mean, I don't mean like I had a crush on Blanky. To be honest, remember how I said last week that I had to have a crush on everyone? This was one movie I didn't because they were appliances. So I did draw the line there, I guess. Um, Yeah, Blanky looks familiar to me now. I feel like I can't remember if I liked him or not. Anyway, like as a character or if he was annoying. Anyway, um... Yeah, I don't really have any thoughts about it, except for all I remember about it was that my brother always wanted to watch it. Not always, but fairly often. He would either, he would rotate between that one, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. All three of which, pretty much the rest of us thought were boring. Um, No offense to anyone who likes, like, really, really loves those movies. Um, So he was pretty much always outvoted. And I'm very sorry to him now, looking back on that. That would be awful. I was usually pressured into voting a certain direction because I have two brothers and two sisters. And usually my two sisters liked one movie when we were voting on the movie we would watch that night. And my brothers would band together and choose a different one. And then they would, both groups would usually pressure me one way or the other to join their group I usually sided with the girls to be honest even then it was all about girl power anyway back to the black hole (laughs) um so there's this theory that okay apparently the European Organization for Nuclear Research 
discovered something in 2012. What did they discover? Hold on. Let me look it up for you. The Higgs boson? 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 That is like a um, thing. <laughs> I, I think that's a... Hold on. Um, oh, it's the... Oh, okay, okay. They finally found it. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, that's the particle Stephen Hawking predicted could destroy the universe. So they found it. Okay, back in 2012. I don't know why I wasn't paying attention to this. I feel like I probably remember hearing about it, but being like, anyways... I'm just going about my life because I was in college at the time. So I was probably just concentrating on finishing college. Um, gosh, I'm so old. Anyway, basically, people think that the world actually ended in 2012. Like that we were, when they discovered this particle, somehow at the same time by discovering the particle or whatever they did to discover the particle made them inadvertently create a black hole and the earth was like sucked into that black hole but we never realized it and so the world actually ended in 2012 but we're just stuck in a black hole and so we haven't realized that it's ended so i guess we'd just be like living on like a dead planet or something like that which you know kind of makes sense um also kind of sounds interesting you know, but basically that's the theory. And I tried to look up, there's a whole Twitter thread about it, I guess, but I'm, I'll be quite honest with you here. I'm a little bit too lazy to read the whole Twitter thread, but maybe I should just for research. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up for you guys. Okay. Someone said a conspiracy thread to the world end in 2012. I've wanted to talk about the subject for a while now. The other day I had a random urge to look into it again and read some old stuff, you know, just for fun. Fun was in quote is in quotation marks, and I do have thoughts. Why why did they put that in quotation marks? Is he saying that it's not actually fun? Maybe he's saying, I guess to be fair, it probably shouldn't be fun to look in to see if like we're currently living on a planet that has ended. Um anyways, continuing on with what Nick on the internet is saying. How old do we think Nick is? He looks quite young not i mean he looks like an adult but hmm he might be like deep into the conspiracy world i would have i would have assumed more of like a middle-aged man for some reason anyway maybe the misuse of the quotation marks anyway okay so then he says the strangest thing is i cannot find anything he also put a space in between can and not which doesn't really work in this circumstance anyway um he can't find anything online about it anymore he says like i said you can find people talking about it casually or joking around but i cannot find any of the in-depth material i had read before this has actually been really frustrating for me because i have nothing to refresh my memory while writing this i have found a few things here and there that are helping me piece the puzzle together again but i know there used to be so much more out there I can't even remember the first time I heard this theory, but it's become somewhat of a meme. I did find a video of the child genius from YouTube who, but I don't think he's the first person to talk about this. Um, So did the world actually end in 2012? Mm, 
let's see. I'm skipping over some of the things that he's saying that are just, just unnecessary and we've already covered it. Uh, what, what would happen if we destroyed the universe? Would we know? Maybe they accidentally created a black hole that sucked us in without us even knowing and we've just been living in it. Some physicists actually believe this is possible. There's the old cliche argument that nothing has felt right since 2012. I agree with this. Maybe it has something to do with growing up and getting older. I would hazard a guess that yes, that that, that does have something to do with it. Uh, but ever since then, seems like the world descends more and more into chaos each day. Time even feels faster. Okay, so he basically thinks that we could have all died and gone to hell. Um, he says, he actually, he says he doesn't believe that, but some people do. Um, or we could be living in a series of simulations. So, and our, the universe was destroyed and our collective consciousness was moved into a parallel universe next door. Okay. Um, and then he starts talking about the Mandela effect with the whole Berenstain bears slash Berenstain bears um, or Febreze or Skechers, Looney Tunes, etc. that we all kind of collectively re- remembered as being spelled differently than it apparently actually is. So... Okay. Um, well, that's just incorrect. He's going, okay. He's, he's kind of, he's going off the wall, you guys. He's going off the wall. I, I can't, I can't keep going. And this, wow, this thread really goes on for ages. Wow. He's really getting deep. I don't know. He's just, there's pictures of random people that he's posting, like grizzled old men, a quote by some random people. Okay. It's, it's too much for me. So anyway, the gist of it is that we were either sucked into a black hole or we were sucked into a portal to hell or our collective consciousness, like we all just died and our collective consciousness just like jumped over into a parallel universe, which does, I guess, kind of go into the multiverse theory somehow, like this, this kind of collect like connects together right um but like I feel like this is false (laughs) um somewhere in my soul just tells me this isn't true but that would be interesting to think about I really want to know if like like what happens if you get sucked into a black hole you know What's in there? Someone probably knows. Maybe somebody listening knows. I mean, I'm sure that like scientists out there have some like, okay, let me just look it up. What is in a black hole? Because I just know in movies, it's always like dramatic, like don't go in a black hole. (laughs) Um, Basically, it says nothing can escape from a black hole. Okay, but what's in there? A place where matter is compressed down to an infinitely tiny point and all conceptions of time and space completely break down. 
It is highly unlikely that anyone entering a black hole would survive. Nothing escapes a black hole. You know, this is really kind of creeping me out. Black holes are, like, not a good time. Not that I... That's not a surprise to me. But, like, I get why in movies there's a black hole and people are like, ugh, get out of there. Like, let's, let's back away. Because this does... This does sound pretty awful. Um... You would just be compressed down or something or like all conception of time. Do you think like they say no one would would survive, but does that mean they think nobody could like by surviving, you couldn't like come back out? Or do you mean like the second you go in, you just like poof, you're gone, you know, or do you just like, are you just floating around in the black hole forever or what happens Oh, look, somebody asked that question. Is there life inside the black hole? The short answer is no. Because nothing can escape a black hole. There is, however, a theoretical possibility you can live inside of a black hole if you happen to enter a supermassive one. So I guess, to be honest. Well, look. Okay, here's where this breaks down. Earth itself couldn't have entered the black hole by itself, correct? Otherwise, we would not have access to, like, the sun anymore. Um, So I feel like there would have been massive changes (laughs) in the planet, a.k.a. we all would have died because there would be no sun anymore around us. Well, that we would be orbiting around. But... Are they thinking that the entire universe got sucked into this black hole? And if that's the case, how did we all get sucked into this black hole and continue rotating the exact same way as before? You know, like how did all of the planets stay perfectly aligned whilst getting sucked into this black hole? You'd think there would be a little bit more drama involved if we were getting sucked into a black hole. Again, I am no scientist. I'm no expert about any of the subjects that I am talking about right now in case you got confused and thought that like a super smart scientist and expert was speaking right now. That's not true. I'm putting that disclaimer out. I don't know anything that I'm saying right now. But in my limited knowledge, my very, very, very limited knowledge, I feel like If we got sucked into a black hole, even if somehow we didn't feel it, there would be signs. You know, like I feel like our universe couldn't continue operating the way that it is. Do I think that the earth feels weird? Yeah. Like, are we in the darkest timeline? Yeah, probably. Um, Is everything kind of terrible? Absolutely. Yes. We all agree. We're all in accordance on that subject. But do I think a black hole is to blame? I feel like that's black hole slander, to be honest. And even though black holes sound a little bit awful, um, I feel bad blaming what humans have done on this planet on a black hole, you know? Like, even if we got sucked into a black hole, why why would that just make everyone act up, you know? Like, being in a black hole, suddenly people are like, ooh, let's go crazy, Because quite frankly, Earth has like always been like this, you know? 
like it it's pretty bad now obviously but that's also due to like the technology that we have now and the advancements that we have now and also the fact that you can access the news so you can see all of the terrible things that are happening all over the world at all times so it's a little overwhelming but like there have been two world wars before and there have been many 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 other wars outside of the world wars also like history's not great you know like a lot of bad things have happened so to blame all of the most recent problems on a black hole seems a little like a little bit like we're trying to what's what I'm looking for we're almost trying to like rationalize our own responsibility away and blame it on an outside source rather than like really um accepting the fact that humans just kind of suck and that we should be doing things ourselves to better the planet rather than like hoping that we're in a black hole (laughs) you know like like look I'll be the first one to admit that would I love an alien invasion? Yeah, I would. I'm looking up to the skies constantly like, where are you at? Beam me up, Scotty. I would like off of this earth sometimes. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. But like, I feel like blaming everything on a black hole is just kind of missing the mark of what we could do to make the world a better place because also even if we are in a black hole then what we just we just throw our hands up and go well we're in a black hole so I guess everything is just going to be awful and that's it like even then wouldn't you want to make your black hole a little slice of heaven you know hmm anyway um I didn't really expect to uh go off on that um, I guess discourse on black hole theory but yeah anyway so that's the theory on the black hole I'm gonna say that it's not true I'm gonna throw that out there but this is gonna I'm gonna segue quite aggressively now that's not really a segue at all I'm just fully changing the subject and I'm gonna talk about the multiverse theory now Okay, so I paused momentarily to, like, go back and listen to that um, just to make sure that it was, like, recording clearly. And, wow, you really can very, very loudly hear my, uh, what's the word? Dishwasher. You can hear my dishwasher very loudly in the background. Um, So I'm very sorry about that. I'm also not re-recording, so I hope that it doesn't bother you that much. Um, Anyway, let's get into the multiverse theory. So if you don't know what the multiverse theory is, I do not know what rock you've been living under but basically it's this theory I mean a lot of people have talked about the multiverse theory Stephen Hawking is one of them um I think Albert Einstein was possibly somebody as well um or not I don't know anyway Okay, I was trying to look it up, but I lost interest. Okay, so the multiverse theory is a theory that there is a group of multi multiple universes. 
Um, basically, let me just read what someone else says on it. Because that'll just be easier than me trying to explain it myself. Because for some reason, I'm having a hard time thinking of words today. Which is a bit of an issue for me. Anyway, the multiverse is a hypothetical group of multiple universes. Together, these universes comprise everything that exists. The entirety of space, time, matter, energy, information, and the physical laws and constants that describe them. The different universes within the multiverse are called parallel universes, other universes, alternate universes, or many worlds. Okay. Uh, Early recorded examples of the idea of infinite worlds existed in the philosophy of ancient... Greece. Okay. Anyway, um, something in a- ancient Greece, uh, a natural philosophy, which proposed that infinite parallel worlds worlds arose from the collision of atoms in the third century BCE. The f- a philosopher Chrysippus, um, is possibly how you pronounce that, suggested that the world it eternally expired and regenerated, effectively suggesting the existence of multiple multiple universes across time. The concept of multiple universes became more defined in the Middle Ages. This is very interesting to me. I hope it's interesting to you too. Um, but I did not know that it went back that far. I guess that's not shocking. I could have seen like some old philosophers talking about it, but I guess I just didn't realize that like it wasn't just a fringe notion. Maybe it was a fringe notion, but that you can track back these ideas quite, quite far. Okay, the American philosopher and psychologist William James used the term multiverse in 1895, but in a different context. In Dublin in 1952, Erwin Schrodinger gave a lecture in which he jocularly warned his audience that what he was about to say might seem lunatic. I guess it was fringe. He said that when his equations seemed to describe several different histories, these were not alternatives but all really happen simultaneously. This sort of duality is called superposition. The term was first used in fiction and is in its current physics context by Michael Moorcock in his 1963 science fiction adventures novella, The Sundered Worlds. Okay, well, um, basically, that's it. (laughs) I was trying to see if there was any other good, uh, okay, proponents for the hypothesis series. Let me see if anyone, there's like a lot of scientists being named here, but Stephen Hawking is one of them. Neil deGrasse Tyson. There are also a lot of skeptics. Cool. Um, okay. Another definition of the multiverse theory Suggests that our universe, with all its hundreds of billions of galaxies and almost countless stars spanning tens of billions of light years, may not be the only one. Instead, there might be an entirely different universe distantly separated from ours and another and another. Indeed, there might be an infinity of universes all within, with their own laws of physics, their own collections of stars and galaxies. Okay, that's not, that's not, that's not what I'm thinking of. Like, that definition. Like... Multiverse theory in the sense of the fact that there are multiple universes, that's just a given, right? Like, we all don't, I mean, don't we all believe that there are more than just our universe out there? Is is that just me? Or I'm, I'm pretty sure we're all on the same page, right? That, like, if what happened in our universe 
happened, then it had to have happened elsewhere as well. Anyway, um, when I talk about the multiverse theory, I'm talking similar to like what you would see in a Marvel movie. Okay. (laughs) So not necessarily based in science, more based in comic books, but like, I feel like they have to kind of stem from the same idea. Like the, the Marvel version had to kind of take from this idea of the multiverse. So basically what I'm talking about when I talk about the multiverse is the fact that there are multiple universes that have versions of us on them. So like we don't only exist here, but there is a version of me that exists in another universe. So there are lots of different universes that are all very, very different, but that there are multiple versions of us. So Marvel is not necessarily the first ones to look into that. DC also has their own multiverse situation. Also, I'm sure that there are science fiction books and comics, etc., that predate even those. But um, yeah, I mean, more recently, if you watched the latest Doctor Strange movie that came out, it's all about multiverse stuff. Anyway, so if you haven't dipped your toes into that you can watch go watch um doctor strange for some background research also i they talk about it a lot in the flash the dc show the flash i have not watched that in a long time but i did watch the first couple se- like two seasons i think um and they kind of touch on the multiverse theory there because there's one character that they use the same actor and he's actually one of my favorite actors so i'm pleased with it but they use the same actor and they just have like different versions of him from a bunch of different universes just show up all the time which is great um because then like one version of him dies and they're like guess what here's another one um anyway so yeah that's kind of what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the multiverse theory so basically my very limited understanding of the multiverse theory I know there are people that will know a lot more than me Um, so I'm sorry if this frustrates you, but basically my limited understanding of the multiverse theory that I'm thinking about and talking about right now is that there is like basically an infinite collection of alternate universes and a large part of these universes, maybe not all of them, but a big reason why some of these universes exist are like when you have a major decision, um, and you choose a certain choice (laughs) you make a decision one way um an alternate universe kind of springs up or whatever where that other choice could have been made you know like as if that choice was made that's that then that future kind of happens if that makes sense I don't I don't even really know what I'm saying um so like new universes can kind of pop up whenever, I guess. Um, It's not like there's like a set number of universes and there are several incarnations of you as a person on maybe not on every single universe, but at least on most of them. Um, Anyway, so yeah, that's my idea about it. Not like my idea, but that's like my understanding of the multiverse theory. So basically, is it real? That's the question. 
I don't know the answer to that. I would say probably not, but I'm going to look up. There's this article here that says a physicist explains, can Marvel Studios multiverse really exist? So because their multiverse is a little bit different, obviously, than like the scientific multiverse that people talk about, um, we're going to look into this specific version of the multiverse how realistic is it? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's not realistic at all, sadly. Um, but yeah. Anyway, multiverse is a concept we know frighteningly little about. These words by Dr. Strange to Peter Parker are not absolutely incorrect. Is there any scientific backing to the concept of multiple universes? Though some physicists have proposed that our universe may just be one among multiple realities, Others say this is nothing but speculation. Uh, Sabine, I believe, Sabine Hassenfelder, a German theoretical physicist, has an interesting take on the multiverse. In a video published in 2019 on her YouTube channel, she says that believing in the multiverse concept is logically equivalent to believing in God. Therefore, it's religion, not science. She explains that science does not tell us anything about universes we cannot observe. I can see where she's coming from with that. Um, to understand more about this, the publication spoke to Dr. Kinjalk Lochan. Lochan? Lochan? I'm going to say Lochan. Assistant Professor of Physics um, at this university. I-I-S-E-R, I believe. <clears throat> who specializes in fields of general relativity, black holes, and early universe. Okay, so they ask him, well, this is just about multiverse in theory, or, like, the, like, actual one. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now he's explaining string theory. Okay, be right back. I'm going to look and see if he talks specifically about the Marvel multiverse. Okay, okay. I, I think I kind of figured it out slightly. He's very, very well-spoken, which is not shocking considering the fact that he is a professor of physics. Um, but, like, by that, I just mean that, like, <laughs> he's just insanely smart in the sense of, like, he's much, 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 much smarter than me, which, again, not shocking. He's a physics professor. But, like... I I feel like he's trying to be re not relatable, but like he's trying to express this in a way that's easy to read. But because I'm not as smart as him, I don't really know the words that he's saying. <laughs> um, but I found somebody else explaining what he said. So basically, he said that while finding tangible proof of a multiverse is seemingly impossible... Due to advancements in the field of quantum physics, it's made it unimaginably difficult to completely rule out the possibility of its existence. So he used a real-life example to kind of explain this point. He said that novel experiments have shown that an electron at the microscopic level may simultaneously exist in multiple realities. Uh, so this has led some physicists to theorize that when the universe was born, it began as a microscopic entity, just like an electron. And if so, there could have been a lot more than just one possible reality to coexist in. But 
then it like makes it hard, I guess. He's saying it makes it hard to explain why our current reality ended up being the one that prevailed um, and to like figure out what happened to those other possible realities. And then remember how I said he got into string theory? So then he that's when he gets into string theory is he's talking about that like the Copernican principle suggests that humans on Earth or in their solar system do not occupy a special place in theory and then going on with string theory in order to prove that the universe we currently live in is not special there must exist a number of other universes for comparison (sighs) okay (laughs) this article goes all this is incredibly complex and can be very difficult to make sense of so it may be for the better that the multiverse remains a hollywood fabrication yeah yeah yep that's true um anyway okay so do i think that it's real or not no um not really i obviously believe that there are multi multiple universes out there um but i don't know that i can get behind the idea that there are multiple versions of me but i think that's mostly just because i like look you all know that i love myself a lot like a lot i really really love myself maybe too much But can I get behind the idea that, like, there are a lot of versions out me, like, living out there? I feel like I can't simply because (laughs) I think I would get jealous of myself. Does that make sense? Like, first of all, if I met another version of myself and they were funnier than this version of me, I'd be so mad at them. And second of all, if they were, like, more successful than me, then, like, yeah, part of me would be like, woo, go Sarah, like, proud of you, girl. But the other part of me would be like, but why can't that be me? But then it would be complicated because I'd be like, but then it is me, but it's not me. That's, like, another version of me. That's not me, me. So, like, then it would just get really complicated. Um, so that's why I don't like it. <laughs> it's very, very interesting to me. It's fascinating. And would I like to meet a version of myself? Maybe. Because I feel like I'd vibe with them really well. (laughs) Because I really like hanging out by myself. So I feel like if there was another me, then I'd I'd vibe with it. But then would it get annoying? Because then would I be like, I know what you're going to say all the time. But then I don't know that I'd get annoyed by that. Because I'd be like, you're right and you should say it. Because I'm thinking the same thing. So, like, I don't really know how I would react. Anyway, I also just paused and re-listened to that for a second because I actually had to go to the bathroom all of a sudden. So then I was like, where was I? What was I even talking about? So I listened to that and, like, gosh, my laugh is so annoying. So then then that makes me think that I would hate to meet another version of myself because then I would just see all of my flaws, you know? Like, I would be faced with them face-to-face without the mirror. I would see an actual tangible living version of myself and they'd be like saying things or like laughing and I'd be like gosh you're so annoying and then I'd be like am I that annoying you know so it could go either way either I would love them so much and then I'd be like wow I have too much self-love because I love every version of myself but that feels like you wouldn't love every version of yourself right like someone somewhere has to be bad and like knowing myself if I'm being totally honest with you There are definitely, definitely some shady versions of Sarah out there. Not this one, 
don't worry. This one is good. <laughs> this one is top notch. You got top tier Sarah here, like personality wise on this planet. But like other planets, like she's for sure probably doing some illegal things. She's for sure probably like really, really mean. Um in some places other places she's probably great and she's probably like way more ambitious than me and is like super famous at something because I do feel like I have that within that capability within myself um but like I'm just I'm far too lazy here on this earth to do anything about it but somewhere else there's probably Sarah who like got it together early in life was like doing internships or was like trying to be an influencer actually that's a lie I feel like I wouldn't be an influencer on any planet but like doing something you know really using her talents but then here's the other thing I think I would also be jealous of myself if I like went to if I met another Sarah and she had like a really really attractive spouse who just like adored her um or like was like really really rich and successful and powerful like I said I would I would be like Diego Sarah but like I would also be really upset and I know that I just said that <clears throat> but I'm thinking about it again and I'm really getting riled up about it because I would genuinely actually be very very jealous because then I'd just come back and be like and this this is the version I get you know or like if she like this is the life that the, these are the cards that I'm dealt. Look, I'm not saying that I have a terrible life. I'm just saying that I've had, <sighs> I've had some things <laughs> happen. Okay. Um, I've been through some things and one of my friends once said, I don't know if I've said this before, but one of my friends once said that like, she thinks that like in the plan of my life, I was supposed to die young <laughs> because I like also a lot of things happen pretty early in my life um and throughout my childhood that like I really think my guardian angel was working double time I I don't think my guardian angel got a day off do guardian angels get a day off I don't know but like if I have a guardian angel they were like they were sweating trying to keep me together they were they were doing everything they could to um keep keep yanking me down this road called life they almost gave up a few times, but they didn't. They pulled through. I thank them for that. Um, but basically, if I went to another universe and saw a version of myself that just had it made from day one, I feel like inside there'd be a prickle, a prickle of jealousy, you know, like a little needle in my heart being like, oof, that could have been me. That could have been me. That should have been me, you know? And then I'd get down a dangerous path, maybe. It could serve as, like, the motivation needed to be, like, maybe I can make that real reality in my reality. But I feel like I would just spiral. I think I would just spiral into despair, knowing myself. Um, and then that spiral of despair might eventually lead to motivation, but then if that motivation didn't pan out immediately, I'd probably get tired and spiral again. And it would just be this never ending 
up and down roller coaster. Speaking of an up and down roller coaster, one time when I was a kid, I went on a roller coaster, I think it was at Knott's Berry Farm. I don't know if I've told the story before, but basically the entire roller coaster, it wasn't even a roller coaster, it was a kid ride. And it just went up and down, up and down, up and down, little hills. It wasn't even that big, tiny, tiny, tiny little hills, just up and down, up and down, up and down, around in a circle. For some reason, little Sarah couldn't handle it. I was sobbing, weaving uncontrollably. I was having a really awful time with it. The rest of my siblings were like bored out of their mind, but I was weeping, weeping. And we get to the end. There's nobody in line. Shocker, because this ride is either like literally the depths of misery for some children and the most boring ride for the other. But we get to the end and the man operating it, boy, teenager, he was probably like 16. He took one look at my crying face, looked at the other children and went, would you like to ride it again? There's no one in line. I can just send you around again. And the other kids were like, yeah, sure. And I was so distraught. That is probably one of the first memories I've ever had. I have of my life. I hated it. I screamed again. I was screaming the whole way around. And when I look back on it, is part of me embarrassed? Yeah, a little bit. Was that maybe a bit of an overreaction? Yes. Have I cried in public since? Not really. But also, like, that's so cruel. I mean, I get it. If I were that man, would I have done the same thing? Probably. No. Shady Sarah on a different universe would have. But, like, I would have maybe been like, she can get off. The rest of you guys can keep going. But also at the same time, he probably got no joy in his day. So, like, seeing this kid screaming at something that was not scary in any way, shape, or form might have been the only thing that brought him joy. Am I deeply traumatized from that moment? No. So will I, like be angry at him finding some semblance of joy in my despair. No, I won't fault him for it. Like, whatever. You do what you got to do, right? I mean, I I hope that you don't try to find joy in my despair in the future. But I've recovered from that situation. Anyway, <laughs> back to the multiverse theory. Um, basically... I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it for the reasons I just stated. I I like I like it in theory, but in practice I think I'd be really weirded out and I think that I would get into some weird emotions that I don't really want to confront at this moment. Um however, I'm going to put this out there as like a PSA. If there are multiple the- multiple universes out there, which I believe in, like not the multiverse theory Marvel-wise, but just the fact that there are more universes than our own. If somehow they have great technology and if somehow they're listening in to things that are happening on Earth and somehow someone overhears this podcast, if there's an alien listening to this podcast right now, come get me, okay? I'm begging on my knees begging, come get me. Um, but also only if you have a better life, you know? Because that's the other thing with the multiverse theory. If I met another Sarah in another, like, parallel universe and their world was just great, like, good times happening all the time, like, it was just, like, a party universe and they were just, like, vibing, no wars, no, like, hunger, no homelessness, no poverty, 
no sorrow, like everybody's just having a good time, I'd be like, wow, can we have two Sarahs here? You know, can two of us exist here together? And I'll change my name. I'll change my name. That's fine. Um, and we'll just be identical twins now. I'll change my entire, I'll, like anything you need me to change, I'll change it. And I'll just live here. Um, but because I don't really think that's happening, I'm just putting this out there, this statement out there to the aliens that I'm sure are tuning in. Um, my demographics have not yet picked up on like a Mars listener. I mean, not that I think there's a listener on Mars, but like an otherworldly listener yet. Um, but like maybe they're able to like use a VPN. <laughs> Maybe there's an alien out there using a VPN to route their listening through like some random some random country that's showing up on here um on my demographics and they're my listener in like Denmark or something and they're just thinking that I'm funny that's fine come meet me please like I feel like I could get along with aliens I make friends kind of easily um like I I I get why Captain Marvel just goes through the universe instead of staying here that's what I that's what I'm just gonna say I get I get wanting to just travel around and like hop along different different planets see see what's good out there um so come get me okay I'm saying it again just I mean like don't like imprison me like I if if I so choose to come back home I would like please let me um and like I will miss my family and friends so also like I would like to be able to come pop back sometimes to say hi like but um but if there's you know a better planet out there I'm just saying that I wouldn't say no just gonna put that out there so consider that a PSA um Anyway, I don't even know how long I've been recording because I've had to stop and start like so many times. Um, So I don't know how long I've gone. I don't think I've reached an hour yet. Um, So but but I I'm running out of steam here Um, and I I feel like I've talked about it as much as possible. I feel like the beginning was a little too sciencey. So if you're still around, congrats, you are a loyal listener and I am very very much appreciative of you as a person. So if you're still here, I'm just going to say, I love you. Thank you. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. Um, also my dishwasher is making watery sounds again, but don't be concerned. It's normal. Um, there's no flooding happening and like I, and that's it. That's, that's all I have for you today. So this has been your weekly dose of serotonin. Bye.